You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello, and welcome back to The Couplehood Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why space is essential to your relationship health. So we're going to cover a few things. So first, I'm going to talk about what I mean by space, and then we're going to explore the different types of space that are possible. And then I'm going to share a little personal story about my experience with space. And then I encourage you to stick around to the end because I'm going to give you an action item for you to have a specific step when you walk away from today's episode. All right, so first things first, what do I mean by space? What does that even mean? So I'm talking about personal space. And humans, we are herd animals, right? We are meant to live in a village. We are meant to live with the multi-generations. We are meant to travel together, right? However, within that group, within that village, there is always space, space from our partners, natural space from our children. There is personal space, right? So if you think about our ancestors, If they were out hunting, you know, the men would go out hunting for the day and sometimes even for days or weeks, right? And the women would be home with children. Now, also, if you think about villages, nursing mothers would be nursing all different babies and you would have space from your own children and then be changing and nurturing other children. And then there would be grandmothers who were there to support and aunties. And right, so we had this natural flow of having space from our children and from our partners, right? Right now we're living in a time where it's the exact opposite. Over time, modern life and technology has meant that We all support our individual family of origin, and it's the two parents typically who care for the children, right? And so we're not having that natural space that we had when we lived in our village, when we lived in a herd. So in the modern world, that space, what it looks like now in present time or pre-pandemic life, that looked like us going to work, right? Leaving the house, going to a job, and then coming home. Kids going to school or kids going to daycare and then coming home. So that was how we recreated the natural space that we crave as primal animals, as humans. So now, especially when we're living in a time and in some parts of the world where we are still under lockdown, and depending on when you're listening to this, there might be ebbs and flows in those changes, right? We are spending more time with our immediate family, with our children, and with our partner. And my favorite couples therapist, Esther Perel, she has this saying about relationships, that relationships are like a flame, right? A flame needs oxygen to grow and to thrive. And if you take away the oxygen, you will snuff out the flame right? Our relationships, our romantic relationships, and our relationships to our children also need that space. 
because each relationship is like a flame. And if you snuff it, if you try and enclose it, there won't be enough oxygen for that flame, for that relationship to truly thrive. So what do I mean by personal space? So there's varying types of personal space. I'm going to cover what daily space looks like, what weekly space can look like, and then what monthly or quarterly space can look like in real life action. Daily moments of space, right? We all need to figure out how can we carve out that personal space that makes us feel restored on a daily basis, right? If you have a nursing baby that is strapped to you and is connected to you, that is the season that you're in right now. And so if you might feel at the end of the day, like you don't want to be physical or physically close with your partner, right? Because you're getting that closeness from your baby. And at the end of the day, maybe you need that personal space now. So you can understand why the space is so essential, right? Sometimes we get that closeness from our children and then that transfers over into our romantic relationship where we're like, and I have no more, I'm touched out basically. I need that physical space now. So in your daily moments, depending on what stage you are at in your parenting journey and what season you're in in your relationship, space is going to look a little bit different in those day-to-day moments. So little things can be, If you're at home, that can be as simple as taking space in another room with the door closed, okay? These are just simple daily moments of space. Being in a room with the door closed, maybe putting your headphones on and listening to a podcast while you're making dinner. You're creating a space that's just for you, right? The physical space, the personal space is about you tuning back into yourself, right? Not meeting the needs of whether it's your kids or meeting the needs of your partner. This is what I mean by space. We need that oxygen, right? We need that oxygen around every relationship in our lives for those relationships to thrive. So another option for daily moments can be a simple walk around the block. Many of you know, if you follow me on social, I take a walk every day around lunchtime just to have some fresh air and have some physical space. I need the space also from my home because I work from home and that helps me feel restored. I get space from my home, I get space from my kids, and I get space from my partner. And undoubtedly, every time I come home feeling more restored and having more energy, right? I've given that oxygen, I've given that space to all of my relationships by carving out that little, little bit of daily time. Another thing to consider is weekly space. So what is something that you can do that is just about you, your own interest, your own hobby, that maybe is something you could carve in weekly into your schedule. So maybe it's an online art class. Maybe it's a yoga class in the park. Maybe it's walking with a friend, right? These are things that maybe you won't do these things daily, but you can figure out, oh yeah, I do need that one thing a week to really look forward to. Maybe it's once a week, maybe it's twice a week, maybe it's three times a week, depending on where you are in your parenting journey, right? But tuning into, yeah, I need that space, right? And again, coming back to, we want physical space. It's really, really healthy and it's a gift to your relationships. So taking physical space is very similar to self-care, but I want to acknowledge it's the space from our people that is important in this aspect. Something else I want you to consider is what is another way to take space that maybe you, it's not something you would do every day or every week, 
but maybe it's something you could do monthly or bi-monthly or even quarterly. I'm going to share a little personal story here. So you might know from previous episodes, my husband, Arian, he loves going on bike rides, right? He's a cyclist. This is what he does for fun. This is his self-care. And for him, that was his weekly self-care. He would do it every week. And if you know the story, you know that in the early days when our kids were super little, I was very resentful of him taking that weekly ride. And it took a lot more effort, conscious effort for me to carve out space for myself whether that was physical space for my family, because I I think there was also new mother anxiety, new mother wanting to feel in control, and new mother just mama bear wanting to be with my children all the time, right? So if you're listening and you're thinking like, Alison, I don't want to have space from my children or from my babies, I encourage you to listen to that. I'm not suggesting that it's a one-size-fits-all. You do need to listen to yourself and what feels good for you at this moment in time. So this is why I'm going to share these personal stories. So in the beginning, in the early days, I remember feeling like, no, I actually have no desire to be apart from my family or from my children or from my husband. I was very content to just be carving out daily or weekly moments for myself. That's what space looked like when our kids were a little bit younger. And last year, so that would have been February of 2020, I hosted my first retreat and it was in Mexico. And this was the first time that I did something that was restorative. I mean, I was hosting the retreat, but it was still restorative and healing that I was away from my family for seven nights and like physically far away from them. And I remember like there was so much to process. Our kids at that time were six and eight. They were six and eight years old. And I'm, I'm telling you this number because Even as somebody who practices self-care, who's very much on this journey with you and and learning and checking in with myself, and I, I know what I need to do, but it wasn't until that point that I felt like, yes, I can go and I can go away and take this physical space and really feel comfortable and okay with it. So our kids were six and eight years old when I had my first seven days away from them. So that was a huge deal. And so many things came up for me. I remember feeling like I wanted to make sure that I had homemade meals ready for them that that I put in the freezer because that was me like having this guilt about being away. I wanted to make sure I didn't leave Arian in the weeds that I was feeling like I was supporting him. And honestly, you guys, he just, he was like, I'm fine. I got this. Like I was doing all of those things. It was about me. It was not coming from him. So just checking in with yourself, like, wow, what are all these little mini roadblocks that you have for yourself that stop you from taking that time away? Or these like little deals that you make with yourself. If I do this, then it's okay that I take that time. Right? So it was very interesting as I neared my time of going away, how I had all of these little mini deals that I'd made with myself along that journey. So I encourage you to check in with yourself about those. So that was, I took the seven days away and that was, again, I was working, I was holding space for all these amazing women on this healing Mexico retreat, but also it was very restorative for me as well. But recently, a few months ago, and this was, you know, partway into the pandemic that like some of the lockdown measures had been lifted and there was like a glimmer of light. And I'm like, I need two nights away. Like I need space from you guys. I love you guys, but I really need my personal space. 
And so I booked an Airbnb and I took two nights, literally just 30 minutes away from my home, not far away at all, but I needed that physical space. I just wanted to be by myself. Now, I had no idea what would come up when I took these two nights away because the first night I was like, I feel great. By the way, I made a deal with myself that I was not allowed to do any work because I love my work and sometimes I can get lost in that. And I knew that this time needed to be about me connecting with me. Otherwise, taking that physical space was not going to have me return to my family in a restored state, right? I needed to, I didn't want to keep spinning my wheels and working, working, working. I needed to slow down. I need to do it differently. I needed to connect with myself. So what happened was I went away for the first night was great. It was like very relaxing, very good. Took myself on a hike the next morning, got back and proceeded to have a meltdown of feeling like I don't know what to do with myself. I also didn't want to watch TV the whole time. This doesn't really interest me very much. And so I was trying to fill the time and I felt like I don't even know how to be by myself. So a lot of things came up for me when I took that time. And this is also part of healing. This is part of growing. I'm sharing this with you because you might find something similar come up. Or maybe you'll be like, I'm good. I know exactly what to do when I'm on my own, Allison. I know. But for me, I knew that I craved that space away from my people, but I did not anticipate how much would come up for me. I was like, I don't know. I don't know who I am without having somebody to to manage and to homeschool and kids to feed and people to organize and literally not letting myself work either. There was so much that came up for me. Anyways, it was very healing and it was super important, but that was my two nights away That was really important. I knew that I needed to take that time. And also you might know that you need to take that time and it might help to know that something might come up for you or nothing might come up for you. And that's okay too. (laughs) But whatever it is, I just wanted to share that story with you to help normalize whatever might happen. Also on the receiving end, Arian took a couple of nights and he went away and I had a really awesome weekend with the girls. So he went and he had his restorative time where, of course, he went on a massive bike ride, which is what he does. And he was just, you know, living his best life, having that time away from us. And the girls and I had a really, really bonding experience. And when he came back, everybody was just so excited to see him. And the reuniting is extra special, right? When we're apart from people, We appreciate each other more. And also, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can go away, I want to remind you that when Arian went away, I felt like this is such a gift, you know, like it's just the three of us and we're getting to have this special time together. So it's also a gift to your partner to say like, I trust you and you get to have this time. I don't need to micromanage you. And maybe you're not a micromanager, but I know there's a lot of people who listen who are recovering perfectionists like me. That's why I'm saying that. But it's it's a two-way street, right? You get to take that personal space and they also get to create special memories and then they get to miss you because they're in the home space while you're away. It's really, really neat. And it's a wonderful opportunity for everybody to long for your presence and to appreciate you that much more. All right. Now, last but not least, I have a very important action item for you. First, I want you to think about 
one small way that you can carve out space in your daily life, space from your partner and space from your kids. Remembering, depending on the ages of your children and what feels good for you, you know, check in with yourself, what feels like the type of space that you need right now. Then number two, I want you to think of a weekly activity, a weekly type of space that you can carve out every week. That's just for you again, to have a physical space that allows you to connect with you apart from your family. And then number three is I encourage you to find a one nighter or a two nighter experience That's just you taking time away from your family and then switch with your partner and support them in taking that time too. Also remembering that if your kids are super little, that might not feel okay at this point. And that is totally fine. Again, always tune in to your needs and what feels okay for you. It might not feel right to have an overnight this month or even this year, but I still want you to keep this on your mind as you move through the seasons of your relationship and through the seasons of of your children's lives okay so keep this in your back pocket for when the time is right all right you guys i hope you found this inspiring and we will see you next week thanks for tuning in to the couplehood podcast it says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to alisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys, until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.